What is up, everybody? It is Thursday night at 8 o'clock, and we are doing Ask Wilmy, but we are going to take this shit in a little bit of a different direction tonight. We're not going to have a big, giant Wilmy Hood Squares, as most people call the uh, you know, Gaming Beyond the Box now, so we're going to do it a little bit smaller scale. And I'm the only person here with a webcam, and I'm not turning mine on, so fuck it. We're going to look at avatars tonight. <laughs> and... <laughs> And as you can see, two of the names on the screen beside me, and we and Fork is on his way. So he got held up in surgery again. But as you can see, our special guest that uh, I didn't want to tell anybody about, we have Noof. What's going on, Noof? Boom, 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 baby. It's good to be in the room. I rushed home to get here. I was glad to see the bat signal, man. Always an honor to be on with you, Wilmy. And of course, uh, you brought in one of the community's finest. The man who basically inspired me to get into this racket in the first place. The one, the only, the mooch. So yeah, it's good to be here, man. Glad to be. I think it's my first time on Ask Wilmy. So looking forward to it, brother. Let's do it. All right. And then we have, damn, somebody's really beating on their keyboard. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book report. I'm sorry, my fault, Wilby. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, damn, he was really good. Mooch is having some audio issues, so I thought he was beating the hell out of his uh, PC there for a second. And the man himself, what is up, Mr. Mooch? It's been a while, dude. It has been. It's been too long, Wilby. Yeah, you know, uh, I appreciate Wilby behind the scenes, guys, before we started the show. was helping me try to troubleshoot my audio issues. Hopefully... Wilmy says I'm sounding good. Hopefully this is good. I'm using my AirPods because for some reason, yeah. I have such a hard time getting my microphone to work with this software. That's a me problem. But it is great to be here and sharing the stage with the great Noof Nukem. Boom, boom, kaboom, boom, kaboom. Uh, buddy, <laughs> yeah, so I got news for you. We, Go ahead. We got, plenty of, we got plenty of booms and yelling tonight. <laughs> oh, buddy. I think tonight we're going to break the sound barrier while seated. Okay. Uh, oh God. It's going to be fantastic. I mean, just get ready for it. I'm, I'm excited to be on the show, buddy. Thanks for having me. Oh, dude. Well, I told you we hit, we'd had to do this again at some point or another. So that's why I chose tonight because it's a, it's a smaller scale, so it's a little easier, you know, to, to have a conversation. Because <laughs> gaming beyond the box, dude, nobody does chaos better than us. And, oh, sure. <laughs> and Wednesday, Wednesday nights is all about chaos. We talk trash. We sh we shit on each other and just have fun. So, but tonight we're gonna do things a little differently. Ah, where do we start, folks? <laughs> all right, you know why both of you are on the panel because you know we do a lot of talking behind the scenes. All three of us. <laughs> We all have different opinions. We all have different expectations. Noof, I will start with you, sir. What has been your thoughts on the start of this new generation? Well, I mean, the hardware is in place. Uh, I mean, I'm liking what I'm seeing from the hardware perspective. I mean, you know, these are the consoles I think that many of us had hoped and wished we would get. But, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say that. I've never gone into a console generation with, I guess, as much sort of disappointment to a certain degree. And it's got nothing to do with hardware and spec and how games are running. But just, you know, between all of the, you see, and it kind of was a, a sign from the tail end of this last generation. I don't know if it's a COVID thing, but, you know, you see all these games that are coming out broken with lots of bugs and uh, massive updates, There, this and that and this and that. And, uh you know, and, and, and of course, Microsoft more so than Sony, you know, jumping out of the gate with really no first party games that kind of say, 
this is why you need your Xbox Series X. You know, to kind of come out and rely on third party to carry the load here is a, it's kind of weird. I don't know if I've ever seen that uh, before out of a console launch. I mean, Sony, you know, in their defense, they at least have some games that are uh, coming that came out. I mean, obviously, Dark Souls. I know Mooch has been uh, deep into that one, the the remaster. And some people don't count that because it is like a remaster or remake. But uh, I, I think the game stands on its own. It's a phenomenal looking game. It's one of the few that's out right now that kind of has that, okay, that's a next gen looking game. Uh, and then of course we do know that Sony's got a few around the corner as well that hopefully are not too far out. We still really haven't heard much from Microsoft as to uh, outside of Halo, which we expect maybe sometime in the spring or summer. Like we really don't know how far away some of their games are. Uh, they never really announced much, you know, over the summer. So there's a lot of left up in the air. But outside of that, though, man, like the controllers are the best we've ever had. And that goes for both consoles. I mean, uh, the, the DualSense, I haven't had a chance to play with it yet, but I've heard nothing but great stuff about it. Uh, Mooch will probably elaborate, I'm sure, on that because I know he said, you know, it, it's just an incredible controller and the happy feedback really works, yeah. not to mention some other things. And then, you know, the Xbox is just perfection refined. They've always had a great controller, just got a little bit better. I don't know what else to say at this point other than, you know, it's sort of a bit of a stagger. And, of course, the ordering, just trying to get your hands on one. This has been the craziest crap I've ever seen. Oh, um, dude, it, the scalpers have just uh, ruined it for thousands brutal. and thousands of people. It's brutal. It's not easy at all. People are literally standing by their computers, almost living, almost either camping outside stores or living in front of their laptops at home, trying to trying to get into a queue. And then you hear all the horror stories. Yeah, I got one. It's in the cart. And then, oh, it's gone. So I don't know, man, but the, I'll leave it at that. You know, the generation's just starting and we still got so many good games to play. But if you did manage to get a console, I'm happy for you. I do have a Series X. I haven't even dabbled with it at all yet. I've got Gears 5 installed on it. That's it. So um, I can't even talk about it in depth because I really haven't played much on it yet. So, yeah. Did that yeah, sum it up for yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm impressed. Like, I'll be honest with you. Noof kind of, you know, he kind of hit a home run right there. I mean, he, he hit a lot of the major subjects. I think that, first of all, I'm, I'm enjoying gaming right now. I'm having a really good time. I think that uh, the next-gen consoles, yeah, we'll get a little bit more into it with, as we – kind of peel the onion back and the questions kind of get a little deeper and deeper into this subject. But, you know, when it comes down to it, I've been saying this for a while and, and it is what it is. If you enjoy what you enjoy, I'm happy to see that. I genuinely see a lot of people throwing uh, pictures of Gears 5. I see pictures of AC Valhalla. I see some pictures of Sea of Thieves, you know, all showing up and, and, and that's great. But I will agree with Noof. I, 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 I am not on my series that very much uh, since, uh, since grabbing it on November 10th. Um, just because there's there's not anything new. And it's not because of the console wars or anything silly like that. It kind of goes back, the three of us combined, you, Will, me, Noof, and myself, we've been around for many, a many a console launches, okay? So, yeah, one or two. It's, it, right? It's not, our, it's not our first rodeo. And, you know, it doesn't matter which generation, it doesn't matter if the titles are necessarily the ones that you love. There's sometimes I remember consoles where I go, it wasn't that great. But hey, let's just go back to 2013 because it keeps everybody's memory fresh. You know, when I took home my Xbox One, I couldn't wait personally to play Dead Rising 3. I couldn't wait. That was a game that I wanted to play. And guess what? It was nowhere else console-wise, okay? It was nowhere else. I said, I got to play this. Then I saw Titanfall, and I fell, I fell for it head over heels. And this is something I can't experience anywhere else. Then what do they do in 20, I believe it was 2014, 
And over at Gamescom, they come out and announce that they're going to give us Rise of the Tomb Raider exclusively for a year. But it doesn't matter. I couldn't play that game anywhere else. These are things that make me excited and uh, anticipate a launch for a console. Okay. Now we're here. We're in today. I, I can see what Noof said. Some people will say that Demon Souls, okay, fine. It's a remake. That's fine. Uh, Morales, DLC, okay, whatever you want. It doesn't matter if that's what they want to call it. These are new experiences, okay, for me. I've never played Miles Morales, so it's new. Um, I never played Demon Souls. And now to play looking like this, it's new. Um, and I enjoyed Astrobot, and I, I, I can we can really get into the whole DualSense controller. But when it comes down to it, whether it's an older generation that you're talking about or this generation that we're going into, when you take the box home, there's a few key things for myself, and I'm speaking from the heart here. When you open the box, you take the console out, you look at a new controller. And the, the controller for me has always been a pivotal thing, whether you're going from the NES to the SNES, okay, upwards of when you got that weird, ridiculous-looking N64 controller that you eventually fell in love with. But at first, you're like, what the hell is this thing? You know, it looks like something you cook with. I don't know what this thing's going to do. Uh, you know, it, so it was just, a, it was a really, it was a kind of a shocker to me when I saw that the controller was just going to add a share button on Xbox side. So, you know, that was a bit of a little bit of a letdown. People go, Mooch, it's not broke, you don't fix it. Well, I said, I've had numerous conversations with people on the 360 side that said the 360 controller was the best ever. Hmm. Well, if the 360 was the best ever, why did they even touch that? The thing is, you don't want to stop being ingenuitive. You don't want to stop that, that, that train moving forward of just, Sometimes things hmm. work, sometimes things don't. But you don't just, if we just said, hey, it works, don't fix it, we'd still be driving the Model T, yeah. okay? You know, so you got to keep pushing forward. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. That's why I, I applauded Xbox in 2013. I thought the Kinect was cool. I know, I know, everyone's going to give me crap for that. But, like, I, I, I thought we were going into an era of where we were going to talk about, give our commands verbally. I thought we were going to start to have more recognition via uh, face recognition, et cetera. I thought that was all coming down the pipe. So bravo to Microsoft for trying those things. It didn't work, okay, they pulled it out of the box, done. I get it. Much, much, uh, the, get, getting the Series X to me, honestly, while I'm excited, it reminded me of a good pregnancy. I mean, I took the console out of the best box ever, but the moment I got it out, I wanted to put it back in. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I knew we, we it, it's, it's been 14 minutes and Newf had not cracked the sex joke, so I knew it was coming at some point. <laughs> I'm waiting for it too. It's extra, it's never late. Uh, you know, sh shout out to Spider Man, shout out to Lady Doggy Dog. We're talking with Doggy Dog. Great to see the great chat here tonight, Wilmy. Um, but you know, that's that's kind of like I think my sentiments. I think that it was a little bit of a I don't want to use the words letdown, but just it, it, it was a little lackluster. I guess that's the words I'd use. It was a little lackluster, this generation, to kind of to come home, open up your Xbox Series X, and and just kind of, you know, I mean, I said this since 2013. People say, keep the same energy, Will. I mean, I'm keeping the energy as same as I possibly can. Uh, third parties everywhere, you know, and, and Will, you know this. We talked about this. I was talking to Fork about it earlier today uh, in the DMs. We were talking about just PC gaming, et cetera. Like, PC uh, Sony, uh, PS5, Xbox Series X, you can play AC Valhalla wherever you want. So, like, and they're all doing such a great job of, of, of getting the best that they have for third party. But really, it's first party that has to shine, you know? It's just the way it is. It's been, it's been the way, and that's why people go, well, Mooch, prove it. I'll prove it very easily. Nintendo. 
Okay? Nintendo. Nintendo's won the last NPDs for how many months? I think they're on like 28 mm. months straight. The reason being is first party. First party. They're not doing it with Doom coming over. They're not doing it with Fortnite coming over. They're doing it with Mario, Zelda, Metroid, fill in the blank. It doesn't matter. That's what it takes. And, you know, like I said, I want to get to some of the questions, Will, because I, I'm sure the audience is going to have a ton to talk about. But really, you know, it does stem with Xbox leadership. And then it kind of, it's the trickle-down effect from there. You know, um, they've had plenty of time to get something ready. Um, they kind of, you know, took their foot off the pedal in 2015 on the Xbox One. I said, hey, fine, let's focus on Gen 9. Let's do it. And here we are at Gen 9. They say, you know, just wait a little longer. I'm like, all right, wait a minute. This is like when I asked my parents when I was a kid if we were ever going to go on vacation. Just wait a little bit longer, kid. It's coming one day. Listen, it is what it is. But at the same time, you do have to say that it's a bit lackluster on Xbox at the launch. Doesn't mean two years from now we won't be singing a different tune. I kind of I, I've got to agree because I I went out and you know I made it a point in ordering all these consoles because I had to replace all my yep. Xbox X's. So I got all these Series X's sitting around me, and I've got one Series S. Yep, and I do have the PS5, and I don't want to play Gears Five again. No, I've I've already played it. Uh, <laughs> yep. I, I was the first game I actually started trying to play, which I know this is an Ubisoft issue. I tried to play Watch Dogs. Nine hours into the fucking game, yep. boom, doesn't save. Um, oh God! So then I start playing Call of Duty. My console constantly just it just crashes. It, it, it goes to a black screen, reboots. Same here. Uh, I thought it was just me at first, but then I was playing it last weekend with Dreadpool and Clowns and a couple of us, and actually a couple of people you know that mm-hmm. join us every week in the chat. Mm-hmm. We all were having the same issue. Yeah. Um. So that may be more you know of a. Call of Duty issue, which I'm sure it is, but it is, it is, and there's a workaround for that. That I reached out to the community and they helped me with this because Wilmy had the same thing. I was playing uh, uh, Cold War just the other day on multiplayer, and it, it literally crashed on the Series X, and it, it didn't just reboot; it it shut the Xbox off, like the Xbox yeah. shut off. And That's I'm what like, mine's okay. been doing. I freaked out. I'm like, whoa! I got two year warranty on this, but. The bad news for Mooch is there's no more of these boxes in the store to go go get uh, traded. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, uh, shout out to a few of the folks in the community that reached out to me when I said, is anyone else experiencing this? The workaround, um, I did two things. Uh, you have to shut off ray tracing. Uh, you have to disable ray tracing. And what I would do further than that is uninstall it, reinstall it. So shut off ray tracing, then uninstall Cold uh, Cold War, and then reinstall it. I did that uh, this morning, and I played just as a test uh, before we went live too, Wilmy. I played about four or five rounds multiplayer, and I had no issues. So I'm not saying that's the say-all, end-all, but at least if you want to enjoy Cold War multiplayer and you're constantly getting that, you certainly don't want to keep shutting the Xbox down in that fashion. Shut ray tracing off and reinstall the game. It seems to help. And is it always the Crossroads map, or is it just me? I know. It might be. Well, it happened there, and it also <laughs> happened on the uh, – what's the map called there where you're on the um, 
you're on the uh, the ship, the freight ship there. Oh, Armada. The Armada, yeah. It's not a freight ship. It's an Armada. My fault. But yes, it is. <laughs> Couldn't be I've never had it happen the there. But every time I play on the Crossroads map, and especially if I'm using a sniper, you can see every time you draw up your scope, the game starts to stick. It's, it seems yeah. like it's every single time I'm on that one map. But then my Series X started doing something even different. I couldn't turn the fucker off. Really? Um, That's, that I haven't heard. Yeah. yeah I, you know how you, you hold the X button in, you power it down. Yep. It just kept turning itself back on. And I went into my settings, disconnected the uh, HDMI control and all that stuff, you know, disabled all that, make sure it wasn't something with the TV. And I could not get it to shut down. But the hmm. weird part, after the third attempt, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to bed. It can just stay on. Well, then none of my controllers <laughs> would connect. Oh, God. Damn. I went through three different Series Elite 2 controllers. I synced them to it. None of them would work. Then I used the original controller that came with the console. Couldn't get it to work. Mm. And so my wife knows I'm getting pissed. She goes on the Google. <laughs> she goes, oh, this is a common thing. Unplug it and plug it back in. And that's what I had to do. I had to unplug the console because I couldn't get it to shut down anyway. And then plugged it back in and boom, then the controllers worked. Hmm. That's so, that damn. is odd. Yeah, that's I haven't heard that one yet. And I mean, you know, just to say, I mean, there's lemons on both sides here. You know, I mean, there's oh a lot yeah, of people, there's a lot of. I, I've been lucky. I, Will me, I saw you tweet it out, so I'll agree with you. I've been lucky. Knock on wood. Uh, my PS fives are, are. I haven't had any issues with them, but but that doesn't mean that there aren't issues. Um, you know, I mean, when you're a new adapter to to new technology, it doesn't matter if we're talking about consoles. Doesn't matter if we're talking about phones. Uh, you fill in the blank. It really doesn't matter. Even some of the 30, 80, 30, 90 uh, cards have been failing and having issues. So Yeah, I know a couple of people that bought them right? that had to return them. Exactly. So, I mean, it, there, that's something where I guess I'm going to go into this. Wilma, even though you've had ex extenuating circumstances with, with your Xbox, um, I tend, if it falls within that percentage of deviation there where you have that that, that I'll call it the limit law kind that comes into play as for vehicles. But, you know, if it falls within that percentage of of uh, the manufacturer aware that this many can go wrong, I don't excuse it. I just say always make sure you buy yourself a warranty and protect yourself as a consumer. But that's kind of uh, the old buy and beware when you go in, you jump in head first. Right? So I said, okay, that's, I, I know that whenever new consoles come out, I'm prepared. Happened with me with the uh, series, uh, pardon me, the uh, Xbox One X. I brought my Xbox, uh, the, what was it, the, uh, the Project Scorpio. I brought mm -hmm. home, and all I saw on Twitter, it's the quietest thing in the world. And mine sounded like it was, ooga chaka, ooga chaka. I mean, this thing what was unbelievably loud. So what I did was I said, I, sent a, I, I took a video of it. I sent a DM to Mike Ibarra. I said, Mike, will you do me a favor? I said, can you please tell me if this is normal? His response was, and I'm not quoting him, but I'm not far off. you got to return that one quick. <laughs> that ain't supposed to do that so, right so i said all right no problem I, and, and so here's the good the bad and the ugly the good has got a new xbox one x the bad I, I didn't i wasn't able to get another scorpio edition yeah i had to give it up i had to give it up but i gotta be honest with you having the little insignia of scorpio edition on the side like it was there right. versus having a quiet machine it was a no-brainer <laughs> So oh yeah, <coughs> I went I went ahead and did that. 
And like I said, it's buy and beware. You know, I wasn't upset. I didn't. I didn't take to the airwaves and get angry. It, listen, it, it happens. You know. Oh yeah, um, dude. It doesn't matter what. It, I had a, a. Remember when the Sony Vio started coming out? Those little laptops. Yes. yes. I actually had one literally melt in my lap. My God. So, yeah, and that costs a lot more than a console. Uh, yep. uh, lots of things got bugs. I played my <laughs> Oculus Quest 2 the other night, and I couldn't get the stupid uh, the stupid navigation grid or whatever off the screen. I was like, how in the heck am I supposed to play stuff with the damn grid up in my face? You know, because you, when if you're familiar with Oculus or Oculus Quest 2, I suppose, yeah. I know, and you got you got to create your uh, what do you call it your your play area, so it has that grid that's that's it. to pop up when when you're sort of going outside of it. Well, mine just just came up the other night when I was trying to recalibrate, and I was like, oh man, what the heck is this? You know, like little things, but it still kind of kind of gets on your nerves, you know. Oh yeah, especially especially with the VR, it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. I did. I did get lucky with the PS5. Mine, mine sort of wigged out a little bit. You know, when the first night they released, I did have that issue where it wanted to reconstruct my hard drive or whatever. Yep. And it shut up one time. After that, I've not had any more issues. But the weird part is, my third Series X, it has not done anything that the first had, first one has. Okay. It's been completely normal. I've yeah. not had any issues with the one sitting here next to me on my desk. It's just the one in the living room. And the Series yeah. S that we have, not had any issues with that one either. You know, it comes down to, I think, uh, manufacturing, right? So just manufacturing process. They haven't gotten all the kinks out. They really haven't gotten everything like worked out yet. So that that there you go. I mean, there's, there's a result right there, Will. I mean, if, if this is a, a problem across the board, Every one of us will be experiencing it. And like you say, you've already got a, a sample right in your own home because you have three Series Xs to be able to see what the good, the bad, and the ugly is on, on the three different versions. And like I said, I lucked out, uh, and I didn't even get them from the same uh, retailer. So you can't say, well, maybe they were the same batch. I don't know. I got one PS5 from GameStop, and I ordered one from Walmart. So, you know, completely different. Uh, one came, I got launch day. The other one came the day after. No issues with either of them. Uh, this, and by Series X, listen, um, except for that issue I'm having with Call of Duty, um, nothing really major. Only other issue I'm having is uh, whenever I'm playing YouTube, it just uh, it'll just kick me out of YouTube. Like it, it, you'll be in the middle of a show, and it happens over and over. I'm watching your guys' show uh, yesterday with me, and boom, out, out I go. I gotta, you know, uh, shut off. I go back out. I shut down the app, restart it. I can usually watch about 10, 15 minutes, and then. Pops me out again. So there's something going on there, but that that's more of a software issue. You know, I'm waiting for an Xbox update to kind of take care of some of those problems. But we all know Xbox and YouTube have never really seen eye to eye. Uh, the YouTube app has always been a bit of a mystery wrapped in a puzzle, wrapped in an enigma uh, as far as that goes. So it, it, they'll, they'll work that out eventually. I don't hold that against Xbox. <clears throat> but other than that, it really no. hasn't been too bad. I think it yeah. comes back down. To, I think we got to go full circle to what Noof said. You know, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, and Wilma, you're a big fan of saying this too, and you, I think you're driving it into a lot of people's heads because you're right, is it's about the game. You know, it's it's the reason you buy the hardware. You know, if, if, if there's nothing really there, people say, why did you buy it? A lot of people ask me that all the time. Like, Mooch, well, if you keep saying this, why did you buy it? I And, and Wilma, tell me if you'll dance with this one. I think that the fact of the matter is this. If, if you're going to get on YouTube and you're going to do any kind of, 
reviews or discussions. Imagine if Willie asked me the question, so Mooch, how are you enjoying or not enjoying your Series X? And I go off on a tangent. And I go, oh, by the way, I don't have one. Well, I mean, you know, you have to ask me to leave the stand, well, right? I mean, what good is my opinion on it if I don't actually have one to discuss? And I, I found dude, that, that out the hard way. That annoys the yeah. fuck out of me when people do that. <laughs> right? That's what I say. Yeah. Dude, if you were well, the you old know, days, don't knock it until you try it. Well, let me just say this. Look, going right back to my earliest console launch, right, of every console I've ever bought, I have never, ever, and I'm maybe I'm the anomaly, I don't know, but I have never, ever bought in a console for third-party games. Never. It's always been the first party that's roped me in, yeah. right? Even on the Xbox One, I want it four to five. That's what came up my console, and I bought Rise, Son of Rome, which, yes, was developed yeah. by Crytek, but it was published under Microsoft, and it was, and I think still is, an Xbox exclusive, right? Uh, back when exclusives actually mattered for Xbox, I don't know, maybe it came out on PC, but obviously it never did show up on PlayStation 4, right? So, um, you know, that's what I've always bought. It's always about the games. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I think there's some phenomenal third-party games out there, but I, I'm just really burnt out on Assassin's Creed. So I pick up this amazing Series X, and don't get me wrong, I love it, and I love the potential that it has, and I love what it can do right now, but... Uh, like to me, I played the crap out of Gears Five already, so I don't care if it runs at 190 freaking frames. Like, like I want to play a new experience, and I want that experience as well to feel like it is built from the ground up. That it offers things that no other game on the current platforms can really touch. Like it, it takes it to that new level. You know, a benchmark kind of game. And most often in 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 every console launch, there's always that one or two games that come out. That really, you know, knocked the socks off. And, you know, if you go back to PS4, Xbox One, Rise, Sun, and Rome was kind of that, wow, look at this game on the Xbox yeah. One. And I think Kill Killzone, for better or for worse, for if anybody want to rag on a game so well, it wasn't a great Killzone, you can't deny that the game looked absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. It still looks um, beautiful today. Yeah, uh, you know, Gorilla knows how to do graphics. As a matter of fact, that's the thing. I keep saying this. I don't know how how Sony Studios managed to keep doing this, but even their smaller ones on the scale of, say, Bend, uh, managed to push the envelope time and time again. And, and I'm just like, so either these guys got some amazing tools at their disposal or they have got some seriously amazing talent over on that side of the pond, whereas... I'm not really seeing it with a lot of the Xbox. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to go off track here, but I'm bottom line. I'm just trying to say that most consoles, when they launch, there's always that first party. And Nintendo notoriously does it. I mean, Breath of the Wild, yeah, it had a stylized graphic, but yet it looked like no other Zelda before. You know what I mean? Like you went, wow, like this is a totally different Zelda. Uh, it looks amazing. It still looks good today. You know, again, being a part of that is because it has that stylized graphic, and it's really hard to knock those games that use cell shading and and stuff like that because they're not they're not striving for photorealism they're not you know they're not emphasizing ray tracing and they're not emphasizing shades of grass or resolution do you know what i mean it's just about having a great game experience and that's why right now i'm disappointed with my series x not because not the console itself phenomenal piece of hardware it looks good uh lovely to the controller it's just a little disappointed that you know and i guess we all hope that halo was going to be that game and, you know, and I think we all feel this th that sense when we saw that video. And went, yeah, it looks fine. Like, from a gameplay perspective, it looks like Halo. And that's what it should look like. But it's just like, oh, like, that doesn't even look as good as Halo 5, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't look worse that, than a game before it. But there's a lot of factors at play. 
I don't know, maybe I'm just going off on a weird tangent, but I think, you know, that's what I was hoping for with the Series X, and we didn't see it. And like I said, Assassin's Creed's great. I know a lot of people have it, and people say it looks beautiful, and it does. It does look beautiful, but to me, it's it looks beautiful in the same way Odyssey or Origins look beautiful before it. It just doesn't look like a game that re it really is stretching its legs and showing the full potential of, of uh, the Series X or the PlayStation 5, for that matter. It, it looks like more Assassin's Creed. And and if you go in and you compare Assassin's Creed, say, the facial animations and the facial graphics to something like The Last of Us, they still don't compare. Nobody's up on that level with Naughty Dog in terms of believable actor performances, in my opinion. Now, that's just my opinion, and guys in the chat might hate me for it, but I'm just speaking the way I, I see things through my lens, being a multi-console owner and not a giant, you know, protruding fanboy. Uh, but I know stuff is coming. I have high hopes for the initiative, so please, God, uh, the initiative, make a fucking game that's going to blow my mind. Please, I think, I think we all feel the same way. We want to be wowed. And somebody in the Xbox portfolio needs to do it. I think Hellblade 2 will probably be that game. but well, I don't know when it's coming, uh, but I have high hopes in that one. I think, I'm going to be honest. I think the reason that Xbox is behind on some of it, I think before, um, oh, my God, I'm not going to take King David's phrase. I think before Phil Spencer stepped in and actually took control of Xbox mm -hmm. and turned it around, I really think that they had almost given up to an extent. I don't think they were really trying to push the envelope, but Phil Spencer, we all know what he's done. Now I think they are really trying, you know, working to push it and it, it'll happen. It, and we all know COVID COVID has fucked up everything, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it has fucked up everything to an extent. Um, even the way I do my business, you know, it's yeah. changed everything for a lot of people. Absolutely. So, I mean, we did lose we did lose a lot of shit this year because of COVID. I mean, you had game companies that were, they went from working in studios together to working online together. <laughs> yep. And yeah. it, what, what, was, what were they saying that uh, at one point, it took them like two and a half months before they could figure out how to actually coordinate online to work on some of these games. Mm -hmm. So, right. I mean, I can see it, uh, but I think that's the biggest problem. And like Spider-Man just said, now this is Phil's Xbox. Yeah, Don Matic or whatever that fucker's name is, he's gone. Thank God. But mm -hmm. the, the thing is, I think that's the biggest part of what we're seeing now. I think that's why we don't have a lot of launch games for either console. And me, I, I, I played Demon Souls on the PS3. I'm older now. I don't have the patience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would really like to keep my 85-inch television hanging where it is and not have to replace <laughs> it. Um, but now, I have been playing the hell out of Sackboy on it. Mm. Uh, me and my wife, you know, it's four-player. I went, I got four controllers for, for it, so, you know, it's all local co-op. Mm. And we've been playing that, and I've, been, I've gained more in the last three weeks than I probably have in the last two years. Yeah. I mean, no, I've really, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. really been trying to, you know, test these consoles out, see what they both do. And I'm impressed with both. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, that's the biggest thing with PlayStation and Xbox is just, I think COVID just really threw a wrench into everything. And then as far as trying to get a console, all these scalping assholes and their bots. 
-hmm. they've ruined it for thousands and thousands of gamers. Yeah. So this has been a bad year altogether. Like I, I joke around, 2020 has been a fucked up decade. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it definitely has. I, I think, you know, the only thing that I, I always kind of, I, I have a bit of an asterisk with, and, and tell me if you guys agree with me or not. I, I just, and it's not one person because Microsoft's just too big for one person. You can't name one person's name. Yeah. It's not fair. Um, but I, I, I always stem it to a leadership issue and, you know, I, I just I, I need to see more from Phil and his cabinet than we have. And Phil took over in 2014. And I understand that it was, you know, Phil even said this. He, he He's on record as saying, you know, can't blame just Don. We were all we all signed off on the Xbox one, but that's fine. You know, he's been Phil's Xbox since 2014. And we, we really haven't gotten a lot of games. I mean, we really haven't. And. Mm -hmm. You know, you stop and you look at it and you say, Kojima, let's just use, use Kojima for an example. He had the huge, like, outs with Konami, right? That big out with Konami, and it was awful. And uh, all, that dirty oh, yeah. laundry, all that dirty laundry was all over the place. He ends up leaving Konami, opens his own studio, and gets a game out in three years. Now, whether you like the game or not, that's irrelevant. That's not, that's not my point. Yeah. My point here is, is Phil's got the endless checkbook. He's got this. He's got that. He bought some studios early on, bought some more studios. Um, you know, he's had more hardware out than first party games since he's taken over. And the other issue I got is what we're seeing here transpire. It's not a matter of just let's see what Phil and company can do. The issue right now is where's where's Microsoft's focus? And it's very clear. It's on their services. It's not necessarily on the traditional gaming we all have come to love over the years. It's on providing games at a rapid rate so that the service sells. Right now, they are more focused on Game Pass than anything else. That's as clear as day. There's no way anybody can really dispute that. So if Game Pass is to be successful, if you guys don't believe me, go ahead and feel free after the show to click on Netflix. Once you get past your three favorite shows you've seen on there, the rest of it is pretty much garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah, Sony right. is offering up the state. Sony's got the stake next door, or Microsoft seems content on having the fucking game buffet. You know what I mean? Well, that's what so, it is, and that's what it comes you know. down to, Noof. It's, it's, it's the five-star steak restaurant in some cases, and then you've got a diner. And let me tell you something. I'm a diner guy. I love diners, okay? But I'm not going to tell Wilmy when he comes over here to visit, and he goes, hey, Mooch, where's the best place to go? I'm taking him to the diner. I'm not. <laughs> so – but I love it, you know. I love. But so my point being is, is that you've got that, and then the rumors. Are, these are rumors, guys. So take it with a grain of salt. But now the rumor is the initiative is not making one big blockbuster game. They're making a series An of episodic epi game. Episodic games. Oh, what does that sound like? We've got to fill up Game Pass. So it's it's just that if that listen, if you're in the audience right now and you go, Mooch, this is all music to my ears. Then I, you know what? I, this isn't me talking out of what you love. I'm just saying. It's very clear that the two companies are going down a, a, a different path down the road. And, and that's fine. I just I, I think right now, before we say Phil save this, Phil save that, I think Phil was brought into the office of Satya. Satya said, listen, here's the deal. This is what we do. Okay. We are moving into the world of services with Azure, et cetera, et cetera, office, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What can you do? And he said, Well, you know what? If that means it can say this is where I tip my cap to Phil. If it means we can save Xbox and I can bring gaming to a situation where we utilize all of our services and what our company is known for, 
will you allow me to have the, the same amount of money you give the rest of the divisions? And I think there was a deal brought, bro, uh, broken at that table that was very good, and Phil did save Xbox in that retrospect. But I think when it comes down to it, I think that as we start getting games from Xbox that we loved and adored, it's going to be a little bit different than what we loved and adored from, let's just say, 2015 and back. And that's okay. If that's fine for you, I'm not here to tell. That's the difference between me and others. I like to have an open discussion about it. And Wilmy can tell me I'm full of it. And he can say, listen, this is where it is. This is what it's all about. I'm open. I'm always open ears. I just, I, I feel like the writing's on the wall here in the direction that Xbox is going. And for me, listen, I'm there for the ride because I've been playing games from, uh, I'm not even going to say how long. Let's just say the 80s. We'll leave it there. I've been playing games for a very long time. And, and that's fine, but I, I can't necessarily say at this point in time I'm extraordinarily excited about the direction that Xbox is going in because I don't know really what they're going to be providing me, um, you know, outside of Halo, Gears, and Forza. And you might say, well, Mooks, they just bought ZeniMax. Okay, so I'm going to get Fallout 5 and I'm going to get Elder Scrolls 6. Okay, but I mean, listen, I, I never said I was going to buy an Xbox One or a PS4 because of Fallout 4, like, it, it, that, that doesn't really do anything for me, necessarily, you know? And Anime Heaven says, I disagree with Mooch completely. Well, it, that's fine. I, I, I'm, I'm happy you disagree with me. But what I always ask people is, why? There's nothing much that I said that was necessarily too much of an opinion piece. I think that that's, they're going towards services. You can clearly see that they're, they want an emphasis on xCloud and, and Game Pass. I mean, it's as clear as day. If you don't believe me, check out all the executives' Twitter pages. That's what they talk about 95% of the time. So it mm -hmm. is what it is. I'm not, it's not like I'm making it up. I'm reading the same stuff you guys are. Um, and see, just, the bad thing is you can, and see on Mooch's other point, well, I'm, I'm going to play the devil's advocate. I could come here and tell Mooch, like he said, that he's full of shit. And then I could also come back at Mooch and go, well, if you've ever played a PlayStation game, you've played one, you've played them all. Because they're all third person over the shoulder. You've got a, a bow. Yep. And, you know, that's the other side of the argument. Mm -hmm. But well, really you know, what it boils down to, it's what you want to play. And some people will be happy with Game Pass. Right. Others won't. Right. Exactly. But, you know, Wilmy, it's interesting because <clears throat> I've learned a lot over this generation. And the one thing that I learned the most was – I. I I definitely could see your point when you said the over-the-shoulder type of games. That's when you're looking at the blockbusters, the you know the big, big games that everyone talks about. But if you actually go and look at all the games that are available, um, just for example here, okay, you've had even Final mm -hmm. Fantasy VII Remake. You've had Neho. You've had um, a lot of the uh, very popular uh, Japanese developers that are only, those games are only on PlayStation. There's a portfolio over there that brings, outside of the over-the-shoulder shooter. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just saying that's know, part of the argument. Right. It, it, no, don't hmm. get me wrong. It's, it's, a, it's a substantial part of, of the pie when you're having that discussion. I can't take that away from you at all. But at the same time, you, you've got that diversity over there. There's, As Phil said, I want to expand. When he said this back in 2014, I want to expand my portfolio. Well, the PlayStation, and I'm not saying not all those games are for me. I don't play all those games. But the portfolio is, is, is pretty extensive on the Sony end. And on the Xbox side, you can see they're starting to do that with some of the acquisitions that they've gotten recently. But, you know, we're, we're sitting here since 2018 was uh, Sea of Thieves. I believe that was their last AAA yeah. first-party game. 
And now we're looking at, you know, if Halo comes out in 2021, that'll be great. But we, we but but the jury's still out on how good it'll be. And then after that, it's 2022, 2023. That's a long time to wait for a, a first party AAA uh, blockbuster. And it's it's a lot, you know, it's funny because a lot of people go, oh, most just just quiet. Well, okay, that's not a great rebuttal. It, it, it is it's true. And then we don't know. The other thing is people yeah. say, well, what about Hellblade 2? What about this? What about this? Well, my, my response is, what about them? Like, what are, are they going to be good? We don't know if they're good. We don't know if Oblivion uh, is uh, the next Oblivion game is going to be fantastic. We don't know if Star Starfield might be the next what? It could be the next uh, Fallout 76. It could be a, it could be a bust. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know. So it, it could be the next not, anthem. <laughs> exactly. That, you know, let me thank you. You completed my set. That was exactly the one I was thinking of. I just threw a blank on it. But I, I was big on Anthem. I thought that was going to be fantastic. And uh, I think that bit us all. You know what? You know? So it is what it is. But I think that that's, that's kind of the right. way that, you know, it, 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 time will tell. But you really can't blame people for, you know, scratching their heads or, or questioning the system. That's all. Well, I mean, you know, ask this to the chat as well and to the panel. As as say as an Xbox fan, if it's your only console or you're primarily an Xbox guy, and answer this truthfully, guys, everybody that's in 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 the mm. chat, would you not like to see a game from one of Microsoft Studios in the vein of say God of War or one of those successful games that is a story driven, action packed narrative with phenomenal graphics, tight play mechanics, and and sort of sets the bar for a change, becomes sort of the the poster child for the generation becomes a critically acclaimed game. It's on the tip mm. of everybody's tongue. It sells really well. That sort of thing. We haven't really seen that. We have seen success with Forza, Gears, and Halo, which is why they keep going back to the well. But mm. we've seen so many great IPs, again, come out on Xbox, whether it be Rise or Quantum Break, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And guess what? Crickets. Nothing. There's no sequel. There's no talk. And the Xbox fans, at least the ones I'm hanging around with, how many years have I heard, God, I love a sequel to that game. God, I love another one of these. Man, yeah. I love another one of that. And nothing. There's no talk. But you know what? We got another Ratchet and Clank on the PlayStation. We got another God of War coming. We got another Horizon coming. And crickets from the Xbox side. Like, they've had good IPs. The foundations are there. Yeah, they did. Will yeah, we they see do. them? Will we see they them? Do. You know what? Like, see if these. Me and you and crap, we played that when it first came out. Remember how shallow that game was, right? Yes. Well, yes. it's come a long way since then, but here's the deal. I don't think that game's ever going to get an official sequel. I think that game's going to be a games as a service for the rest of its freaking career. It's going to add this. It's going to add that. It's going to add something else, but it will never really take the next step. Now, mind you, like that's a totally different game, but I think as Xbox fans, we do want that. And you know what? Secretly, whether they want to admit it or not, people that are PlayStation-centric, they want their Gears of War. They would they would bust down yeah. the walls for their house tomorrow if somewhere out of the line someone said, you know what, guys, Gears is coming to PlayStation. The narrative yeah. would change. They'd be like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Trust yeah. me. They want it. They won't admit it, but they want it. Just like anyone who yeah. has, you know, and if you've got multiple consoles, well, don't bitch about anything because you can buy what you want. That's the beauty exactly. when you're a multi-console owner, right? The, the narrative is out the window. because if Or a PC owner. Or a PC owner. You know, or PC PC owner. Exactly, that's right. Exactly, Romy. But I'm, right. just, I'm just saying, that's, you know, that's what we want. We, we just want to see them come out and really deliver, like to put all their eggs in a basket and go for it. And then when the fans say we want it, I mean, Rare has been sitting on some of the biggest, most nostalgic properties ever and hasn't touched them. 
There's no talk of Banjo-Kazooie. There's no talk of Conquer. There's no talk of any of the stuff they've done in the past. And it's like, how, like, even if Microsoft's got to hire another team to work under Rare to make these things, would they not sell? I mean, they already said, uh, Phil's already admitted that when it comes to, like, third-party platformers, um, you know, the third-person stuff, that the, Siri, the the Xbox platform lacks. That's one area it's kind of lacking in. We saw Super Lucky's Day, which came out and had sort of uh, limited exclusivity for a little while which was a great step in the right direction. But we need more of that. We need a portfolio. Now, that's in a defense of Xbox. That's where they're shining, though, is they have maybe not the acclaimed games, but they do have well, a very wide assortment in their portfolio. Noof, you make a great point. I really like where you're going with that. Like, you take it. I want. I wanted a Sunset over. Drive too so bad. It wasn't even funny. I thought that was a fantastic mm -hmm. game. They that would actually be added to it. Oh, yeah. I'd definitely buy it. Right? Well, I mean, I was, I was hook, line, and sinker for that. I would have been there day one. But, you know, it's funny, and I know a lot of people in the chat were like, Mooch, don't go there. But, I, listen, I grew up playing Nintendo. So, uh, you know, there's a part of me that always, like, I, I'm not one of those Nintendo can do no wrong type of things. There's a lot going on over there that I would change, too. But, mm -hmm. but listen, what Noof just said holds water. You know, look, every, they're still starting generations off with Zeldas and Marios and Metroids. It's like, dude, this is what I'm talking about. Like, your classics, Xbox has IP that people want. And I don't mean make something quick like that battle toads they made not that go back to like go back to the right make a conquer make a, conquer, like a legitimate a legitimate remaster or a rebuild or a remake whatever word is you want to use and build that from the ground up and make it a 2020 version and knock our socks off you know and you just think that they can do nintendo still relies on their beloved ip Sony still relies on their listen. You don't believe it? There's a talk of SOCOM coming back. It just redid Demon Souls. There's a there's a heavy rumor that at next week's Game Awards we're going to see Metal Gear Solid completely mm. redone the way that Demon Souls was. I don't, was a, I don't know exciting. how I feel about that though. Well, for me, well, me, I'm going to embrace <laughs> it with open arms because even though uh, my brother played a lot of the Metal Gear Solid games, I didn't. So I, I played like, them all, dude. I mean, okay, so, I, I think I still own over 90% of them. Yeah, so see, right. for you, it'll be interesting to hear your take if they do do it and you can see it, and then you go, listen, I like what they're doing or I don't. Um, the same thing could have been said for Demon's Souls, right? Like, I listen to Vati and some of these big YouTube channels that predominantly only focus on Souls games. And I was concerned when they redid this. I'm like, uh-oh, here come the critics, right? It's not going to be pretty. And they loved the way that Blue Point redid it. So the word on the street is Blue Point is going to be doing Metal Gear. Now, Wilma, your your review of that remake, if it was to exist, I think would hold more weight than mine. I'm going into it brand new for the most part. Have I dabbled with some Metal Gear games? I have, but not nearly as many as you just mentioned. I've never really dabbled oh, with dude, them. I played I played the first one back when it was on the original NES. Yeah, see, you got I I didn't I play like I said I I definitely played them. But it was like when my brother would be like, I'm not playing this anymore. And I grab the controller and I just go off. We were just kids. That was fine. But like, in all honesty, I didn't uh, I didn't get into them. So I'm excited for something like that. But but really, even if you're not excited, I'm just really trying to give more uh, value to what Noob mm -hmm. was saying in that these are beloved titles and they're going back and remaking them, not only for the nostalgic older fans, mm -hmm. but for some of the newer fans, whether it be somebody my age who hasn't experienced it yet, or somebody who's just getting a PlayStation 5 as their first console, and they're going to open their eyes to Metal Gear in a whole new light. So that's the idea here. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's funny that oh, I, yeah. I, I'm able to have that conversation 
with my kids about Zelda Breath of the Wild or The Last Odyssey Mario. Uh, I never thought as a kid I'd be able to talk. I'd be like, oh, Elton, Zelda, and, Zelda and Mario will be completely dead by the time I'm a parent. No, they're not. They're <laughs> more alive now than ever. And it's uh, that that that's what these. Well, I, I heard Link died the other day because he ran out of stamina trying trying to swim across the river. Oh. <laughs> by the way, uh, let me, let me, you, you are right. All right, let's get this question really quick. Yeah. Lady yeah. asks, "What's what's your all's most anticipated game to release in 2021?" Great question. I, I, I've been looking at it at the bottom of the screen for a while now, and I. So she's saying, "What's our most anticipated game that's not coming out that we want to come out in 2021?" Right, the game suspected. Yeah, a game release. that you think is going to release next year. I, I mean, you know, I don't want to be. I, I like always thinking outside the box. I don't want to just mm-hmm. give an answer that's so generic. I mean, you could generically right. just say, "Well, I hope Sony keeps the word, and we get God of War Ragnarok," but. Um, to be honest with you, if Sony follows through with the other five games they said are coming out, I don't really care if Ragnarok gets bumped to 2022. So that's right. not that's exactly. not me really answering ladies' question the right way. Noof, you got an answer? Well, like I said, I'm not optimistic either that, say, Hellblade 2 is going to come out in 2021. So right now, I'm going to put all my eggs in the basket of Horizon Forbidden West. Okay. I'm going to say the medium. Right. That comes out, <laughs> what, February? That, know? January. 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 I think it's January. That was supposed to come out in November, though, wasn't it? It was. And then they pushed it to December, which I don't blame them because so, they didn't want it to go up against Cyberpunk next week. Which mm-hmm. is a smart move. A very smart move, by the way. Yeah, that was a very um, smart move. I, I will say this much. So to answer the lady's question is I, I, I answered it. I think I might have maybe I thought I maybe I interpreted the question wrong. But I, I I'll answer it. One of the games that I'm looking forward to, and I've said this a number of times, so I'm not just saying it on Ask Ask Wilmy. Is uh, I'm really looking forward to Deathloop. Um, I believe that's by I believe Arkane Studios is making it, and yeah, I Arcane. love I love games. I don't care for what game it is. Any game that has you restart and do a mission to perfection, like I I love that. Um, a good example, even an Astrobot, right? The timing, those timer trials that they had. I was playing those all night long when the PlayStation Five came out, just because it was. Perfect yourself, perfect yourself, whether it be time or how you get through it. I think super hot's like that. Um, those uh, trials games with the motorcycles. Love those types of games where you have to get through the course perfect or do the do the level a certain way or the game reboots you and you have to do the entire thing all over again. So I'm really looking forward to Deathloop in 2021. That's uh, slated, I believe, for June if it doesn't get delayed again. Oh. Yeah, I knew it got delayed. I just couldn't remember how far. Yeah, they said well, they said uh, beginning of second quarter, which uh, I think that's probably even earlier than June. But I'm, I, I think it'll be later part. I believe with the early part of second quarter, will me correct me if I'm wrong? That would be around the February March time frame, right? Mm, I don't, I don't know. Maybe later, because first quarter starts now when they do quarterly. That's right. Yep. So yeah, that yep. should be yeah. Yep. So that's I forgot, I forgot how March. they run differently. Yeah, they 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 run it differently. That's why I know everyone that's listening it doesn't pay attention. Like, Mooch, the quarters January is the first quarter. It's not. It's it's now. So yeah, it's second quarter is is generally in that March April time frame, but it extends to June. I would say probably around June is when I would focus on it. They said second quarter will me. So you know what I mean. It's like back when we were in high school and your teacher goes, "Listen, I'd like your paper on Wednesday." 
but you can hand it in on Friday. Well, Friday it is, right? I mean, that's just the way it Exactly. Was. Yeah, I wasn't getting any extra points for handing it in on Wednesday. So Friday it was. So if they said quarter two, I'm going to give them until the end of it. And Lady said her 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 most anticipated, of course. I knew this answer, Outriders. Yeah, Outriders. That's right. So, so I've watched enough of that. Uh, it's made by one of the developers that's involved with that is the, the folks that made uh, Gears Judgment. Yeah, and people, um, people can fly. I think people. Yeah, up. people can fly, and I'm, looks, I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm very much intrigued by that. I am too, honestly. I really, truly am. Actually, and I'll ride you. Looking at that one. Her yep, fork and bomber, because they've been doing a thing on that. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, the medium is definitely going to be it for me next year, because I'm going to be honest. I really haven't paid too much attention to everything that's supposed to come out next year. Well, what, you know... <laughs> I mean, that's the, th but that's the thing. So when it comes down to it, we don't we hear very little from third party Wilmy when it comes down to that. Yeah. So I can't really blame you there. Uh, we're well aware of Microsoft's first party. Uh, it looks like we're going to be waiting for at least um, at least the 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 holiday season, or maybe at least the fall of 2021, until we hear anything from 343 and, and company. And Sony's got like a they're doing like a small bleed out of games throughout the year. It seems uh, with First party, third party, timed exclusives, etc. So, I mean, I don't blame you for not really looking too far into 2021. Why should you? You've got Cyberpunk coming out. You've got, I believe, um, uh, Far Cry's coming out uh, early 2021. You know, February, March, April. I don't know. Uh, they moved. They moved that. When that get bumped to? Oh God! Is that June? Not, is that, is like, that June? It's like later in the year, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe it's way June. later okay. in the year. Okay. That was originally going to be a February uh, uh, game, which looked like it was going to be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't really blame you to be honest with you, Wilmy, to to not look too far into twenty twenty one. Well, dude, I mean, nobody on the panel is young, you know. I don't plan too far ahead anymore. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't plan to get too far out anymore. You never know no. what may happen. You know, like I said, uh, one thing we never had as much back in the day was the massive backlogs we do now. So you know what? Delays really never bother me as much as they used to because I'm like, oh, thank God I'll have some time to play the, the last trend dozen games I just bought. <laughs> exactly. I, I think we all feel that way sometimes. You're just like, whoo, oh, thank God I can actually spend some time to finish the one I just bought. Like, I can't believe I bought Ghost of Tsushima back in July, and I just finished it like last week. I'm like, what the heck? Really? You know? God, dude, yeah. I finished that game months ago. Oh, it felt like like I'd play it a little <laughs> bit here and a little bit there, but it was like taking forever. Now I loved every minute of it, but I was like, holy hell, man! You know. But yeah, backlogs. I don't even talk about it anymore. I bought Valhalla. I've not even started it. <laughs> and yeah. Watch Dogs Legion. Like I said, I played it for nine hours. The save didn't work, so I guess I technically haven't started it yet either. Well, so. I, I I don't know. I can't speak. Listen, and I've, I've been very vocal about this. This is nothing to do with Valhalla. So, and I know Lady's a huge fan of it. I just I I personally I've never liked the Assassin's Creed series, and I think that Valhalla I played about I don't know eight to ten hours of it, which for some people on Twitter are telling me that's not enough. Uh, if you don't know by eight to ten hours whether you like a game or not. Maybe gaming's not for you. 
Uh, I think you can tell by eight to ten hours of gameplay. Yeah. I, for me personally, I think the game is fine. I think it falls in line. It's uh, it's a better story than Odyssey, but it's you know it's it's Assassin's Creed, and it, so if you like Assassin's Creed, this game is for you. If you don't like Assassin's Creed, I'm not really sure that this game is going to be like, well, I'm a born again Assassin's Creed fan. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. So that's that's just kind of weird. I got burned out on them. Oh my god, I got burned out yeah. on Assassin's Creed years ago. But the funny thing is, Odyssey actually got me back into it. Because I dropped like a, Odyssey. Odyssey. Because okay. I dropped like 140 to 150 hours into Odyssey. At least. Wow. wow. Yeah. I play I played the DLC until I got to the point where I got to Hades. And then at that point, I just set my controller down. But you know what? I'm really kind of tired of the game at this point. Because I had done the main story and all the side missions, went to Atlantis and all that good stuff. And Atlantis didn't even really mention Atlantis, did it? But uh, when I got to Hades on that last DLC, I finally just quit playing it. Yeah, so, I mean, like I say, it's 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 a rinse and repeat kind of game, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, that, that, I, that's again, if that's something that you really like. I just told you that I like Trials game, right? Like I, I yeah. do I play them religiously? No, but I'll I'll put a trials game on at night and I'll just kind of just jam out on it and try to get the best time because you see all your friends' times. So other people would never do that. That's fine. Yeah. I don't do it religiously, but it's something I just kinda sometimes you don't have yeah. two, three hours a game, right, Noof? So you'll just pick up the controller and play something yeah, fun for, for, for me, about for me, Assassin's Creed lost me as soon as he started going open world. I was like, yeah, here we go. Another one that's uh, expanding out and just, be, you know, just dragging out a game. It's like, no, I liked it better when it was more confined. Uh, you know, that sort of thing. Like, I honestly, and I know I, I'm probably in the very small minority, but I'd rather play Unity than play the, the new ones. Just, and I don't like, I don't like the leveling shit either now that enemies got levels and you start feeling like you're playing in an RPG. It's like, uh, no, man, it's, that's not, that's not my Assassin's Creed. If people like it, and I know a lot of people do, they prefer the new ones, and that's great, but I, I'm more of the old school guy. I like the old stuff better, man. I think they need to take the animus out of it altogether. If you're going to do history, do history. Quit bringing up the weird yeah. you know, modern day stuff. Yeah, but that's, that's what the lady said just now. She's right. Just go Viking. Just make it 100% yeah. Vikings. You know, Just go for it. Yeah, quit pulling, because that kind of pulls you away from the story. But let's get this question from Avish. Avis says, if a pregnant woman goes swimming, does that technically make her a submarine? Avish, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it does, sir. Especially if she's in the water. Can you insert your torpedo? That's a percolator. Thank you for the five dollars super chat. Oh snap! Uh, I found the three troublemakers in one roof. Here we go. Have a good show, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Percolator 9000. That's a great uh, he should have donated like one cent or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, I thought about that. I thought about this, you know, the whole Ask Wilmy thing. Yeah, it's fun and all, but I mean, I can't answer but so many questions because you can't ask but so many. Right. And, you know, so we're going to try to ch just change it up a little bit. We may do it once a month, just bring different people on and get their opinions on shit. Why you not? Can ask I think. Questions. I, I was, you know, when you said, hey, Mooch, what do you got going on? Then I said, let's, you know, you, you want to come on the show? I said, absolutely. I love uh, Q&A from the, from the audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, it doesn't matter if it's Crossfire. It doesn't matter if it's MNC. The audience is such a big part of it. You know what I mean? So 
I, I, I was, see, I'm, I'm the bad part. Me. The bad part is this this whole gaming community yeah. is so divided over plastic. That's yeah. the funny part because I've I've got you know, and the funny part, our show never usually gets a lot of downvotes. We got people downvoting because we got Mooch as a guest. Mm-hmm. And sure. the thing wow. is, I talked I talk to Mooch a lot. You know, he mm-hmm. and I talk to each other quite often. That's right. And you 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 have to learn to put your your opinion aside. That's the catch. You know, me and Mooch are friends, whether you like him or not, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But you know, everybody has a different opinion on what they play or where they're going to play it. That doesn't mean because their opinion doesn't go with yours that he's a bad person. Exactly. It's, it, and, you know, and that, my group, I mean, I, I wish that, you know, it, it, it's interesting because I, I originally, a lot of people ask me one of the first questions they always say, uh, hey, Mooch, how did, you know, why'd you, why'd you get into to podcasting? That's one of the questions I always get asked. In short, part of it, part of it is is because I've I've always wanted to be able to come on, and I feel that expressing my opinion, of course, since anybody's opinion is going to have some sort of other side to the coin, right? So when I got out there, I do this mm-hmm. in real life too. Like I like to be able to have a conversation, even with friends. When I say something, whether it's sports related, whether it's uh, uh, financially related, or it's gaming related, there's always going to be somebody that goes, "Oh, I don't agree with you there." You know, and that's fine. That's what I always say. That's why I named the show Crossfire and not Kumbaya. You know, it's, and it's, it's, now, you know, it's almost people take it as an insulting gesture if you don't honestly agree with their own opinion. That's the problem. And, and that's why I said to the gentleman who was in the chat, Anime Haven, he says, I, dis- I completely disagree with you, Mooch. I, first of all, that's fine. You can. Yeah. But, but I always say is, but why? You know, because... That, we have to have a discussion about it. We should talk about it and see what yeah. it's all about. Because I got news for you. This isn't just about me changing your mind. I've left many a crossfire where I had my mind changed. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, right? That, that's the point of the show. That's the point of even being vocal. You know, if, if, if you don't want to share your opinions back and forth, Wilmy, I'm not a very good guest on your show. Uh, Mooch, would you tell us a little bit about your opinion on the Xbox Series X? It's great. Exactly. What the hell kind of show is that? No, that'd content. be like yeah. that'd be like Mooch at Halloween when you were messaging me about movies. Yes. How would you like that'd be like me just going, Yeah, Mooch, watch this one. Did you ever watch it, Wilmy? No. Yeah. But you know, somebody on, on Twitter said it was good. You should watch it. No, you know you, you bring up great points, man. It's like the podcasting itself, we're at the end of the day, you know, we all kind of do this for pretty much the same reasons. And, you know, like, Wilmy, like you said, you didn't get into this for money. It's not money. It's not fame, blah, blah, blah. And the same thing with me. I don't, I don't do my podcast for any of that crap. I do it because I really love this. I love the community. I love the people I've met through this community. Uh, that's why gaming, uh, you know, the whole community game night even exists. Uh, it's just fun. You know, you guys are like-minded people and it's okay to disagree, you know, or agree to disagree. We all have opinions and that's really at the end of the day, that's all this is. We all just do the same thing. We fire from Mike, we fire off opinions. And sometimes, you know what? Most of the chat agrees with your opinion and we get it. I mean, obviously most of us, most of us have an idea of like who's sort of, we all, most of us are multi-console owners and have PCs, et cetera, et cetera. But everybody kind of knows, okay, you're more of a, a, this kind of guy or that kind of guy. But you know, like you got to take everything with a grain of salt, right? Again, it's just 
fun. It's just opinions and people shouldn't get as worked up. And I think I said this on my Twitter today, like sometimes, you know, and, and I'm guilty too. Sometimes we just all take this stuff maybe a little bit too seriously. Uh, and, and we let, we let a difference of opinions sometimes bring us down or, you know, we all want to feel good about the consoles that we buy and the purchases we make. And, you know, when you're, when you're spewing off opinion after opinion that a lot that aligns with a lot of the people in the chat, they're like, yeah, this guy's fucking cool. But the moment you sort of go the other way, you know, and I, oh, yeah. and, I and I, and I was critical back in the summer when Microsoft had their show, you know, and people jumped on me before they even heard what I had to say. They were just oh, like, uh, ex, uh, Newf is hating now. He's becoming like this guy or that guy and something else. And I took, I lost so many followers in the middle of the summer and people started hating me and I was getting messages and stuff. I was like, dude, like, uh, I'm just being critical just because, you know, you think the sun shines out of Microsoft's ass and you love Game Pass and you love this <laughs> and that and something else, that it's all it's all great. I'm just I'm just looking at it through the wide lens and I look at things a little bit differently, I think, than perhaps a lot of the community maybe do. But it doesn't make me wrong and it doesn't make me right. Again, it's just opinions and we just have fun doing it. I just like to do it when I do it. I try to do it with a, a obviously a bit of humor. I try to be a little bit uh, a little bit out there sometimes just because I want, you know what, at the end of the day, you know what makes me the happiest is watching people come to these podcasts and have a good time and have a laugh, you know, yeah, because we're in a stressful absolutely. fucking world right now. We're in a stressful time. And, and that's what I get a lot of times when I get the comments after gaming after darks, I knew you made me crack up laughing, man. You, you took my mind off of shit and that's the best kind of compliments you can get. Yeah. You know what? If I can make, if I can make one person in the, in this chat and they show up and they feel better when they leave, I've done my job, and I'm happy about that, and that's all I can ask. And people just got to stop taking stuff too seriously. You know what? You don't agree with, and like I always say, and if you don't like somebody, you don't have don't, to follow them. You don't yeah. have to watch their content, and you don't that's have right. to make a big deal about it. Just move the fuck along and be an adult. Exactly. Yeah. And that was like the day uh, my PS5 came in. I actually, you know, took a picture like most people were doing and posted it online. I was getting messages, man, that you just would not believe. What the fuck are you doing buying a PS5? Because it's my fucking money, bitch. I wanted a PS5. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean ever. Who, who the fuck are you, you know, you to tell me that I can't buy something? And the one guy, and I'm not gonna mention his name, he's like, Well, you were on that list, you know, back at the first year. I'm like, Yeah, and I don't even know why the fuck I was ever put on the list. Did you remember the list, new? If we were joking around about it. Uh, the, yes. uh, the 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 Phil Hugger the Phil Nut Hugger <laughs> list or whatever. You know, yes, somebody no actually they thought it was funny and put me on that list, and I'm sitting there going, "How did I make the list?" But you know, because I'm just a gamer. But the thing is, people were actually sending me nasty messages over PS5, and yeah. I just thought it was hilarious. I'm like, dude, the day you come to me and you you support me and you pay all my bills and you take care of my company and everything else. Then you tell me what the fuck I'm going to buy and what I'm not. Didn't okay. all three of us make that fucking list? I think. <laughs> yeah, I know me and you were on it. I don't remember. No, I don't think I was I don't, on that one. But you get numbed to the yeah, list. I don't think Mooch is on there. Yeah. Oh, I've been on a few, but oh yeah, it, me too. It's just I, it, it's just stupid, man. It, it makes no sense. No, and, and like you say, it, it, it this this is the great thing about podcasting. If you want to get into podcasting, is, is if you say Noof just said it. Like when you get done with the show, it is one of my favorite things. Every Friday night, I get done with the show, and I I, I wait about you know you have to wait. You take care of the video, you have to get the practice and that. Then when everything's done, I take to Twitter, 
And I thank everybody that was on the panel. And after that, I sit down and so many great people are like, great show, Mooch. Thank you so much. Some people write me, they go, I'm working late. I'm going to catch a show later. Uh, looking forward to it. it. Like that, like, you don't understand. Like I've been doing, and Newf will tell you, I've been doing Crossfire now from, I think I want to say probably the end of like 20, 2015, yeah. like mid, mid 2015. And I try to only miss like two. I, I think I missed two a year. Um, I, I generally never take a Friday off. I take off the Friday between Christmas and New Year's just because mm -hmm. I think everybody does. And it's a nice way to reset. And there's games to play and enjoy time with the family and enjoy the consoles with your family and friends. Um, exactly. So that's a great opportunity. And generally, there's always a one or two week here or there. If there's just something where I can't make it or it's a birthday or something I just can't avoid. Uh, that, there's always those circumstances. But there's never just a Friday where I'm like, nah, not today. Like, I, I take it very seriously, and the audience takes it very seriously. Uh, it's the same way The Tonight yeah. Show, right? You know at 1130, mm -hmm. uh, you could turn on NBC, and then right now you've got Jimmy Fallon, or before you had Jay Leno, or you had Johnny Carson. Like, you always had The Tonight Show on. It's something you can bank yeah. on, you can rely on. And it's it's like, I feel like that's, that's my responsibility. That's something I take very seriously. Uh, but I love the podcast. So... You know, for people that are listening to the show, and I'm, that's why I love, I go on as many shows as I'm invited to, because mm -hmm. I always say, like, you know, Wilmy's got some people on this, in this panel or his chat that are like, oh, you know, I don't like that Mooch guy. Well, come on over to Crossfire, talk about it, or join the chat and uh, discuss with us. That's what I always say, you know, discuss it with us. It's not, it's not a one-sided show. You know, this isn't Mooch's opinion. This is called Ask Wilmy. You know, Crossfire yeah. is Crossfire. Uh, so yeah, I, I, that's that. You should want that kind of uh, diversity in the yeah. chat and on the panel to spark something. And Wilmy and Noof, you guys know that's that's how yeah. we grow. That's how we get better. Yeah, at exactly. Right, and everything and I, else in life. And I can say when it comes to both of you guys, uh, you know, that's the difference between you and some other people that are in the community. Is I don't see you guys aggravating things on Twitter. You know what I mean? Or on the social media side of things either. Like I don't I don't see Mooch after his podcast going out and sticking some podcaster's face on a fucking meme and coming up with shit. You know what I mean? I don't see Wilmy doing. It. I don't see fucking I'll, Wilmy, I'll, I'll, I'll post you know, memes all day. You do lots of memes, but you know what I'm saying? So I know your memes are awesome. It gives me a laugh every fucking day. It's like, oh, here comes a slew of Wilmy memes. I love it. It's great shit, man. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like, oh, yeah. we're not we're not that. And there are some people in this community that just they can't they can't refrain. It's what we call staying in your own lane, and they just can't fucking do it, you know? Like those 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 dudes that show up in your podcast and show up in your chats just to talk fucking shit. And it's like, you don't like me, you don't like the podcast, you don't like then the content. So up? why are you fucking here? I don't like I don't like getting kicked in the balls, but you know what? I don't go down the street and say, buddy, just fucking have me, hit me in the balls. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's it's almost the same thing. It's like like they're addicted to just coming in and throwing shit. It's like I don't right. understand these people. I just oh. that, that 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 would be like going, you know, depending on what type of vehicle you have. I'm a Jeep person. That would hey. be like, you know, nice. That would be like me going to a Ford dealership, standing yeah. in the middle of the parking lot. And say fuck all of you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. I mean, it's the same thing. I don't like a Ford, yeah. so I'm not going to go buy a yeah. Ford. Oh, that'd <laughs> you know, be it's fucking funny. Way. That'd be fucking funny. I'd pay to see a video and that one when you're standing in the parking lot. Oh, fuck you, fucking Fords. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, just just walk into the dealership, uh, say fuck all of you. You know, I'm uh, downloading yeah. you right now. Yeah. Okay, uh, you can't sell that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
but oh, I mean, and, and this is the digital equivalent of it. And it's yeah. just, and it's got to the point now where it's almost amusing. Yeah. Maybe well, I'll be a lesson is certain in a podcast. If you see people that generally eight out of 10 times showing up in your podcast chats or in your chats, and they'd actually don't even have a, uh, an icon to represent their name. They're probably uh, the trolling kind. That's what I've learned. Not all, but they're, not, they're not all. I said about 80% of them. And the one thing I don't get is why do you want a podcast where 90% of the people in your chat are trolls? Yeah. Mm. That's craziness. That's more yeah. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we, we get we get one on occasion is very rare but we do get them every once in a while but i've been on some dude where it's like every other comment is just some asshole troll yeah. but well david let me ask you ask answer your question real quick david asked is there a horror game that scares you mm. no but <laughs> i'm going to type the name of one in chat you should check out it's on xbox and playstation and pc it's called Visage. Very good game. It's so the closest we'll be, thing, if you remember PT on the uh, PS4, yes, this is the okay. closest thing you'll ever see to PT. Sorry, Mr. I'm trying. No, I was just going to, you just answered the question. I was going to say, could you give me, because me, you talked about this game and you said you loved it. And I, oh, I dude, know, it's, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> I, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna go ahead and pick that up. I, I really because well, first of all, you haven't steered me wrong on any horror movies, so why would you steer me wrong on horror games? Um, you just wouldn't. Second of all, I don't know. I was trying to answer David's question. I'm trying to think out loud, but I don't know if there's necessarily a scary game per se. There's jump scares in every game or any, a lot of the horror games, but they're not necessarily scary. Um, now, Visage is different though. Visage will creep you the fuck out. Really? Okay. Oh yeah, well, it's I mean, a it's a it's a different type of game, dude. It's not like the the cheap jump scares and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. This game kind of gets into your head. Okay. I mean, okay. It, it's it's it, it's really good. If PT would have been made, I mean, this is the closest thing to the PT demo you'll ever see. It, I mean, it was just great. I have played it twice. I'm trying to think here if if there's even a game that. I mean, there's Dead Space, uh, but that's not like mm. scary. I, my, one game that I, I I didn't play it. My brother really enjoyed it. He said it scared the shit out of him. Was uh, Fear? Was that a scary game for either of you? Alma, Alma would fuck you up, but that <laughs> she was in the first one. That oh, yeah. I, lo I love Fear. So does Dreadpool. <laughs> yeah, we talk about Fear quite often, dude. I love Fear. Yeah, Fear so. is. Uh, that's one that I, I know that would definitely give people a run for the money they care for that one. And then, I, I mean, I don't know. I, it wasn't scary, but I enjoy, I really enjoyed uh, Resident Evil 7. Uh, did you yeah. guys have an opinion on that? I really enjoyed it. It, it, it was good. It was really good. I, I mean, it, it could scary, but, you no. know, a lot, of, a lot of the Resident Evil games, they all do the same thing. And tell me if you guys are great. It starts off with a, uh, we will pick on Resident Evil 7 since I brought it up. It gets into that hole where you're down in that Louisiana area, definitely off the back roads. There's nowhere, you know, it's one of those like Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of movies where like you you can scream your head off, help, help, boy, no one's coming, right? So you're in one of those situations and they start off with that, that camera crew that was going in to inspect the wanted house. 
this and that, blah, blah, blah. They ended up finding out it, you know, it, it had its issues, whatever. And it's really got that creep factor dialed up to about an eight or a nine. And then as you get past the part where you, you know, you get kidnapped, and I hope there's no spoilers here, up by the family, and you're kind of on your own as Ethan, and you're trying to look for your, your, your girlfriend, and all this is going on. Then it starts to get into that what I call repetitious Resident Evil. Yeah. Right? But, exactly. right, so once you started meeting the tar creatures and all of that mm. started, it, then you're like, okay, it's definitely a horror movie, but you've you've lost that creep like scare factor that you had for the first yeah. couple hours, and now we're going into this shooter type campaign. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's fine. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it wasn't. Uh, it could have they could have carried that that creep factor throughout it for me a little bit more. Yeah, because the first the first fear was really good. The second one was good. Then fear three was more of like a shooter. They concentrated more on shooting. But uh, yeah. another game that I played on Steam, you're not gonna find this on a console. Oh God, uh, what's the name of it? Matter of fact, let me pull it up on the other PC. Uh, it's something orphanage. Now this game will fuck with your head severely. But uh, it will definitely mess with you. What game, Noof, is on your? You, unless you don't do horror move, uh, horror games. No, no, I, I I play horror games, man. Like uh, like I don't play as much of them. I really enjoyed that one, um, the Evil Within two. I thought that was awesome. I didn't find it as maybe as crazy scary, but I really liked that game. Right. Uh, the one that I was thinking about that did kind of really give me a good sense of the creeps, and I think it's just the way it was set. Uh, is that Outlast and Outlast two? Okay. Uh, those games I found they, to be they, very, they, very, they, were, they were decent. Yeah, like well, a lot of like I, I find with horror games as much like movies, but I find games are more immersive than than the films personally because you're kind of in the game, right? But what I find is that the, the stuff that does it well is um, stuff that doesn't doesn't bombard you, like I said, with the jump scares because in a lot of cases you you almost suspect it, right? But when a game does the audio well, like I think audio is more than visual when it comes to great horror games. Because when you're playing in the dark and you've got a great set of audio headphones on, that's the stuff that's trips you. Because then your mind starts playing trips with you, right? And games that, you know, uh, obviously the darker areas and stuff like that. I mean, you know, the best part, I think, with Resident Evil 7, well, that game jumped to a whole new level, in my opinion, was because they went to the first person view. And I find any, any horror game. When you're playing it from that perspective, automatically feels scarier to me. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. More but realistic, mind. yeah. Yeah, because it puts you in the shoot. But the third person <laughs> stuff, it's kind of, and plus with third person as well, like you can often see more of the area like around you, so you're not as bombarded. Whereas when you're trying to turn in a three dimensional space like Resident Evil, and you're in a tight quarter area, and you know something's breathing down your neck, and you can hear the great audio, uh, and of course anything in VR automatically jumps up several points because the same game the same game might be like like moderately scary when you're just playing it but once you get it in vr it's like whoa like this shit takes on a whole new level man oh and i do oh, apologize absolutely. fork got uh he thought he was going to be leaving the hospital and they got called back into surgery oh, yet no. again ah. so that's oh, shout out to fork i was looking i was he, looking forward to podcasting with him yeah, he, dude, the poor guy's been working a cr bunch of crazy hours. So, 
And Rich, I agree with you, dude. I didn't consider Hellblade a scary type game either. No, the audio, the audio was cool, but I really didn't like Hellblade anyway. <laughs> I, I mean, it, 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 it looked good. I didn't like the combat. I mean, other than that, I got kind of tired of the puzzles. There's only one, yeah, the one I, puzzle where you're looking at those. Uh, it's one of the early on ones, and you're in this area, and you're looking at those dangling, like the the dangling symbols, and you got to line them up a certain way. Yep, that was the one that was like throwing me. And then you got to go through a door, and you got to look at it from <clears> another <throat> angle. Like that was that was driving me nuts. To be honest, with you, the only way I figured that I had to I had to freaking look up the Google video because I was like, man, I was walking around and like looking at stuff, and I was like, what the heck. But yeah, outside of that, it was it, it got pretty good. Once I well, caught on to how they worked, it was the it was literally the the end of the game where I was like I've about I had about had it with it. It was the combat situation, uh, the mechanics, right? So remember yeah, the end there where you're on that it. that bridge, you had to fight all those people, and then there's another yeah. room. I mean, it was just you know it's it's like it was literally like the five D's of of dodging, right? It was dodge, dive, duck. Dip and dodge, <laughs> right? It just—it was you had to avoid, yes. hit, hit, avoid, hit, hit, avoid, and you did that over and over and over again. And there's a time when you get to the, like the ninth enemy in a row, you know, your hand is tired, or you're like just you're like, all right, if if you didn't keep up that rotation, you'd have to do the whole thing all over again. Yeah. So I mean, don't get me wrong, that's a small team, and that's something that I've been trying to say quietly to a lot of folks is just to say, guys. I like I liked Hellblade. I didn't love Hellblade. I liked Hellblade. I thought it was a, a good game. It, but you know, like everyone's expecting it to go from Hellblade. Everyone thinks Hellblade Two is going to be like this completely new game. You know, like like mm -hmm. like nothing like the first one. It's going to be like the first one, but better looking, probably more in depth puzzles, and hopefully a little bit more combat. But it's going to be, I mean, the same essence. So you either loved Hellblade and you'll still love Hellblade or you didn't care for it as much. You're probably not going to care too much for the sequel. It's like the conversation we just had with Assassin's Creed, right? You can't I'd say... I'd be willing to bet in the second game she gets a shield and a bow. How much you want to bet? <laughs> I was going to say, I, get, I, I was just going to say, when I, when I said another weapon, she will definitely have a, like a bow. I think a bow would definitely be in her future. Uh, mm -hmm. That's great. Like just, you know, kind of throwing that, throwing that out there, Noof. I agree with you on that. Oh, and I, I just know, put I, a game in the chat that actually actually was pretty good too, David. I don't know if you saw it. The Orphanage game, it's only on PC though. Go ahead. That's why I ask you questions all the time, Wilby. I'll say what's a good horror game to pick up because I'm not going to sit there and drift through a lot of Steam to see what's a good horror game, especially a lot of them are unknowns. So And a lot of them suck. Yeah, you, and that's what you've said. You've said, Mooch, don't buy that. It's not a good one. You know, like, so I appreciate that honesty. But, like, I never would have known of uh, Palmyra Orphanage. I, I, I mean, mm -hmm. I can tell you right now, it'll just breeze right past it. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I, I have a gaming problem. <laughs> and <laughs> I buy a lot on there. I've, I've cut back lately because I just have so many on Steam now. I, I know I'm never going to play them all before I'm dead. <laughs> and I really don't want to. I don't want to donate my Steam library to my grandson, um, which is going to happen anyway. But the thing is, man, I play so many of them, and I have bought so many terrible, terrible games. 
but yeah. you can't tell when you're watching the preview. It looks like a great yeah. game until you start playing, and you're like, "What the fuck did I just buy?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but Visage oh, is probably yeah. one of the best ones I have played in the last couple of years. That crew put a lot of thought into that game. They took a lot away from Silent Hill. I mean, actually, yeah, they took a lot from Silent Hill and a lot of movies as well. There's a lot of how, what how, the fuck moments. What's the runtime on Visage? I'm going to be honest. It depends on how smart you are. Um, it it can take you 40 to 50 hours. Really? Did you did you see the clip I posted uh, a few weeks ago with the laughing uh, the laughing kitchen appliances on Twitter? No, the one you I remember, I no. Go ahead. You remember? Uh, you remember the Evil Dead? Yes. When absolutely. Ash is when Ash is in the cabin and everything in the room starts laughing, at, laughing him. at him. Yeah. They took that scene and oh, put it so in the visage. The yes. the character is standing in the kitchen. And the stove, the refrigerator, the microwave, and everything starts I, laughing at him. I know you're not supposed to, to laugh too, Wilmy, but when that moose head started laughing at Bruce Campbell. <laughs> that I, was hilarious. I couldn't stop. As a kid, I couldn't stop laughing so hard. The plates were <laughs> laughing. Everything was laughing. Um, that's an outstanding scene to steal. Outstanding. Oh, yeah. And it, it I posted on Twitter a few weeks ago when I was playing through it. And people were like, what movie is that from? No, this isn't a movie. This is a video game. And so I, I had a lot of people asking me what game it was, but the game is just fucking phenomenal. And actually, if you're new to this channel, you can look through the playlist. I've got a lot of video of me playing that game here on the channel. So check it out. It's well worth, the, I think it's $29. Mm -hmm. Maybe. So... And it works quite well on both next new gen consoles, not next gen. What would you say for uh, for VR uh, horror games? Will me what's been the most impressive one for you so far? VR Half Life. Half Life. Yeah. Nice. That's why I did not buy the Quest Two, to be honest, Noof, because I've got kind of burnout on VR. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, there's really no. There shouldn't have been anything that great come out there has, of there has, no. no, there hasn't Saint, been a lot Saints of great games. Saints and Sinners was cool. Um, but after playing Half-Life Alex, it's going to be really hard to you know, right. compare. I'm, I'm waiting for the uh, the new Medal of Water ones to come out here soon. That looks awesome, and it's also made by Respawn. Yeah, I know. I have Half-Life Half Half Alex, and I still have yet to play it. I don't know what the hell my problem is. I don't either, Mooch. You need to play it. <laughs> you really need answer. Yeah, you you need to play it, man. Yeah, you need to play. I know you. I, I know you have a VR. I do because it's a great <laughs> Wilmy Hood. I don't know. If heard of him. Um, he's he's some southern he's asshole. And... <laughs> I told you, you're the southern Wilmy. You don't realize it, but you are. Um, you know, I, I haven't played it just because the one thing with VR is VR is interesting. I, I've definitely come around to it. Uh, I enjoy it, but it, it does take you, you know, as it's supposed to, right? It, it's what the job of the unit is to do is it takes you completely out of the life that you're in. It puts you in this oh, yeah. other world. And sometimes 
You know what I mean? Sometimes there's just not a time between work and family and this and that mm. going on for me to just put that on and escape. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I guess that's the hardest part for me with VR is I enjoy VR more than I ever have. I think the technology has blossomed into something outstanding. But at the same time, I also feel that it's the hardest thing for me to separate uh, from work and life and just put that on and get immersed into it for an hour, an hour and a half where I can't hear or see anything going on except the game. So that's the that's, hard part. That's the struggle. I know it sounds odd. There's probably people in the chat saying, what? That's not hard. Just enjoy the game. It's difficult when the house is always full of people and there's always something going on. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's hard to get immersed into that. That's probably my, my biggest difficulty with VR. Yeah, especially if you're like me. the straps dangle. <laughs> and especially like if you're like me and you got the headphones and everything to plug into it so you're not just listening through, you know, external. Yeah. I put the air, yes. you know, the ear pods in my ears and that's it. The, the rest yeah. of the world's gone at that point. Yeah. Same here, so, Willie. That's what I do. I, I, I try to get immersed visually and with audio. I mean, let's be honest, I can't speak for a lot of people, but especially as you get older, audio, man, audio is right there with visuals, right? I mean, having it, oh, yeah. you say that all the time, Wilmy, you like to play your video game, you surround sound, you know? I do. And that, and I do too. It, it, it's just, uh, you know, I don't know what it is, yeah. cross old fashioned, but that's, I, I, I prefer an amazing surround sound system than headphones even, but audio is yeah. so important. So important. Yeah, I don't use I, unless I absolutely unless I'm in a chat with somebody, I don't use a headset. I I prefer my stereo yeah. system. I was just gonna say, Same guys, if, if you happen to be if a I'm video not, game, I'm not addict, in chat. Don't don't get addicted to. Don't get addicted to VR if you're <laughs> if you're gonna be addicted to video games. Try not to get too addicted to VR because if you're a married individual, you might put that shit on your head one day and everything's there, and then take it off your head a couple hours later, and half your house is gone. <laughs> my, uh, my earbuds are uh, acting up. Hopefully, sorry if you guys are saying something I can't hear. I literally uh, had to take my left earbud out. It's I, don't ask me how this happened, but I charged the headset equally, plugged it in. Everything's great. The right earbuds at fifty six percent. The left earbud is at eleven percent. I, I that makes absolutely no sense. Wow, it's the life I'm living. So I don't know. Your, your second, left ear consumes more so energy. Loud, I must be louder on my left side. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> That's I've, never, I've, I've got AirPods in my ears right now, and I've never had that issue. Well, that's, that's why I, that's, I said, "Is this going to work tonight?" I always see you. You'll have AirPods on through a lot of the. Uh, um. Uh, what do you call it there? Your uh, fork crew on Wednesday mm -hmm. nights. Oh, dude, I'll, I've got them on every podcast I go to. I don't like That's wearing the headset. Yeah, I don't like a I headset don't like either. Gaming beyond plus, the box. Dude, yep. You, you never know what I'm going to do. I may throw a wig on my head. I may throw a mask mm -hmm. on. It's kind of hard to do that over a big headset. <laughs> you you know. got the doom head, don't you? Got the, you got the doom mask. Oh, dude, I've got so much more to do. <laughs> Doom is a start. Apparently, Mooch, your left ear consumes more energy. <laughs> That's it. Are you right-handed, Mooch? I, right -handed, I, think his, yeah. I think his left ear has given up now. <laughs> yeah, see, Mooch, I got more than oh, Doom, shit. dude. <laughs> Did you, do, you throw those on. There'll be like an argument or a discussion going on, a game beyond the box. And out of nowhere, no. you'll just throw this mask on. 
And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, dude, nobody else on the panel is saying anything. And I'm sitting there and I'm laughing on the couch. I'm like, no one's going to say nothing that Wilmy's got this helmet on his head. Nobody is saying anything. That's the beauty of it, man. You just got to be, you know, Puts on it's the on the plot. <laughs> it is completely off the hip. That's the best That's part awesome. of it. Well, it's like I say, man. I love it. I love who it. Want, who wants the same boring podcast? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But speaking of chat, if you have any well, that's questions, exactly, you get them in. Go ahead. Yeah, get them in for sure. I, I it, but that, that's like you say, Wilma. You know what I mean? It's it's each podcast brings a a unique um, level of entertainment to the audience, and that's what's so great. It's it's that's why more people now are watching YouTube than cable television. I mean, it's well, it's unbelievable. There's nothing on cable TV either. No, there, there really isn't. There really isn't. Yeah, there's not not much. Unless you want to watch TV shows about Bigfoot. Uh, you know, <laughs> reality shows, shit like that. But who wants to watch that? Mm. Not me. No, absolutely. Because that was the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning. I turned the TV on my living room while I'm making coffee. I walk in and there's two yeah. people chasing they're looking for Bigfoot, and I'm like, okay, people, nobody's found this fucker yet. You're not going to find <laughs> Yeah, no, we found a fucker yet. With all the yeah. technology, that's why I say all the technology in the world, they still can't find them. Plus, you ever notice there was still still to this day when they get fucking camera footage, just like, the fuck you do to take that off a seven, 70s fucking handy cam? Like, what's no, you know what like, the problem is? You know? Bigfoot exists. The fucker's just blurry. <laughs> That's what it is, dude. He just doesn't. He's he's not photogenic. He just doesn't photograph well. Yeah. So that's the problem. Yeah. Kind of like the UFO footage you always see, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're sitting there making a big issue of it. Go, look at this this UFO, motherfucker. That's a drone. What the yeah. hell? It's not complicated. Yeah, it's kind of Chewbacca suit, dude. You know. Yeah, it's not complicated. Matter of fact, me and the guys were joking about that earlier because we, <laughs> we always talk during the day. And I was like, you know, the fact people believe everything, look mm. at Loch Ness Monster. Mm -hmm. The guy before he died came out and admitted how he faked the shit, showed it, mm. and people still looking for Loch Ness. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's crazy. And I yeah, think we've yeah, lost yeah. all together. I think his headset's died. Yeah, I mean, I believe there's giant squid out there in the world. We've seen some pictures of those fuckers. I mean, how big they're going to get, I don't know, but I've seen some fucking big ones, so pretty crazy. Well, yeah, I live on the coast, so yeah, there's some big ones. Yeah. Although it's not yeah. something you see wash up on the beach here very often. No, no. But yeah, no, crazy, crazy shit in this world, and that ocean's pretty deep in places we haven't even been to the bottom of it, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, man, oh, man, craziness. Mooch, are you still with us, buddy? Finding a charging cable. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work with AirPods. Oh, what's it like? Uh, like you gotta wirelessly charge them? Yeah, or you gotta put them on, uh, put them on put a charger. Them a ah. You put them in a case and it charges them, but you have to put gotcha. the case in. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> Let me type it in the chat. Did we lose you? <laughs> Ooh, we could do like one of those ghost shows, Noof. Yes, yes, that would be cool. If you're here, Mooch, give us a sign. 
<laughs> all, of sudden, all of a sudden he comes back or that give us a sign tap on your screen mooch yeah well he's still in the stream yard but yeah i'm guessing he's having some audio troubles there so yeah i think i think yeah. his airpods finally gave out because yeah. once they think, once they start losing a charge it goes super fast yeah no doubt eh no doubt hey good good crew in the chat tonight i see lots of familiar faces i love it it's good stuff man Yep, and if we don't have any more questions, <laughs> Bigfoot got him. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Bigfoot got uh, Fuck, man. It's great stuff, man. Great stuff. Hopefully not. Uh, and we just lost him. Uh, is he gone now? Okay. Yeah, yeah he's, he, out. He just, he's yeah. out. There you go. That's it. That's all That's all he does for the night. That's it. He's out. <laughs> so one of two things happened. His phone may have died or his AirPods or both. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, or like Percolator said, Bigfoot got him. Are you back, Mooch? Oh, I, oh. I hope so. Can you guys hear me? Ah. Yeah, we, go. we, we thought Bigfoot got you, dude. Yeah, well, you know, it, that could have <laughs> been. I, I'll be honest with you. So I can hear you guys perfectly, but there's just something going on with these earbuds. I don't know what the problem is. Is that I think, and I heard you saying it to Noob. So what I did was just in those few moments I was gone, I put both earbuds back into the case. It charged them up fairly quickly, Wilmy. It got them back up. Both are over 50% now. And then I decided that oh, the best yeah. thing to do would be to leave. So I left, and then I come back in, and it reset. So here we are. It's not, well, you can call me, you know, I'm like, the, there's uh, David Copperfield and the great Mooch. Uh, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's one and the same, but I do what I can. Do you so, use yours very often, or do they stay in the charger for a, lo a long I, time? That's the, that may be my problem. I don't use them very much at all, Wilmy. So I don't know if they that's, just sit. That's, yeah. yeah. You have to take them out and use them every so often, and mine get used for every podcast. But sadly, I don't use them for my phone anymore because I got rid of my Apple. Oh. Now, Wilmy, <laughs> I will say this much. I won't make any but a lot of people who left Apple, you saw them on Twitter, they're like, I'm going back to Apple. Nah, I'm not one of them, Mooch. <laughs> no, I know you're not. I know you're not. I just, I just, myself personally, I, I always say this. I have a friend of mine that I work with, and he, he sounded a lot like you, Wilmy. He says he, he never was an Apple guy. He, so he, he didn't even have one to humor anybody. He's always been with Samsung. And I always say to him, I say, buddy, listen. I go, well, he goes, look, I like to tinker with the phone. He likes to play games, that, not just games like Xbox. He likes to tinker with his phone and, and all kinds of tech. I'm just, I'm not that person. I, I really, uh, the iPhone for me, forget whether you like Apple or not. For me, it just works. You know, it works for work. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it's, I'm not using my phone as a, um, I'm not pointing at you either, Will. Me. I don't use it as a toy at all. For me, it's strictly for work and for getting whatever function I need to get done, done that that item can help me with. So for me, I've just had no issues with the iPhone. Right. For me to leave, I, I just, I, I got news for you. I'm never, and Wilmy, you've said this yourself. You've got an 85-inch TV. I've got an 80-inch TV. I've got a 65. You've got a 65. We've got monitors. We've got PCs. You've got hospitals. I'm not coming home after a long day yeah. to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla on my phone. Hell no. I'm, I, so the whole playing games on the phone thing, uh, I, don't, I don't truly get it, first of all. Second of all, I have a Switch. I don't even play that. That thing, yeah. I, when I do play it, it's docked. It's docked. And I play it on Okay, so I'm, I'm not alone. <laughs> I yeah. don't like to play it handheld either. And I've got a Switch Lite. And it was cool for a few hours. But, you know, when you hit a certain age, dude, well, especially me, I'm diabetic. So, you know, 
bright screens and shit just fucked with my eyes after a couple yeah. hours. So well, it's it's not the bright screen for me, Will me. It's legitimately it's everything on the screen is just this it's it's like uh the size of a tic tac. Well you know, it's like yeah, I don't I mean that's the thing here. We sit here for twelve months out of twelve months and we're like, oh my god, the visuals, the lighting, the, the smoke effects, the fire, the this everything's got to be amazing and then we're like you know what i guess i'll settle for playing on my like everybody that takes a picture on twitter and they're like i love this x cloud if you look at the picture and you crop out there's a huge television right next to the person taking the picture <laughs> out. what are you doing like what have we Play on your tv we're going yeah. backwards as a people what is yeah. happening um <laughs> i just i i don't get it i don't want to play destiny 2 while I'm waiting for my sandwich to be made, I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. understand what's happening. What's going on? I'm going shopping for a couch. Hold on. Let me finish this last part of Watch Dogs. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the same way, dude. And I had somebody in the chat. It was a few weeks ago going, well, you know, what if you're getting on a bus? Dude, I own vehicles. I don't ride a bus. Yeah. You know, right. and people that. And I can't see me driving down the road. Oh shit! You know I'm, I'm going to lose this match of Call of Duty. Hurry up, stop light. <laughs> you know I just yeah it. I just better return and go home. I forgot my Samsung phone. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I've I've used I've used it a couple of times just to see if it worked. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, it, it works great. But you know, as far as me, every day, no, nah, especially what well, I do, it's not going to happen. Well, me, that's the main reason that they took XCloud and they buried it into into uh, uh, Game Pass Ultimate. If that was a standalone service, nobody would get it. Like, nobody. It would do terrible. They threw it in the back of the service because they're like, look, it, no one's going to buy this. Let's just make well, more value the, the on thing the is, level. That's what they did. The thing is, in some countries, though, that's only, the only way they game is mobile. Yeah. That is true. That yeah. That is true. I mean, I mean here in the United wrong, States, we it, mainly it, use TVs and monitors. United States... Uh, you know, Canada, Europe, the UK, it's TVs. Are there a couple of countries, you know, like South Korea, I believe is big with that. Japan is big with that. Like, but I mean, realistically, the, the Xbox market in Japan isn't that great. Hmm. And it's it's just, that's why, but that's my point. That's why they threw it in a, a Game Pass Ultimate. It's basically the only place they could land it. Like it's not, it wouldn't do well on its own. Look at Stadia. Right, it's not doing well on its own. Oh. And X, and Xbox. <laughs> well, I know, I know, but you know, it's funny because everyone goes, "Well, Mooks, didn't you get the idea?" I said, "Listen, it's a viable option." And as yeah. many people are playing XCloud, are playing Stadia, not a lot. You know what I mean? It's you know what I mean. It, it, it's it, that's the thing. Is it a viable option? Absolutely. I like that Stadia is going to give XCloud competition. That's fine. Amazon's going to try and do the same. I don't think they'll even get out the gate, but maybe they will. Yeah. I just I, I think that you know XCloud is it's it's a nice option. You said it yourself, Willie. I got the phone, I tried it out, it works. Okay, great. Yeah. But that's about that's about the end of the story. Yeah, you but I see your point too. Like phones, phones now are more than just like necessity and 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 stuff like that because phones now are much like the same reason why a lot of us can't get rid of our PlayStation or can't get rid of an Xbox because. 
it's not just the console it's the ecosystem that you've now mm. invested into like if one of us now yes. were to just completely give up xbox or playstation completely can you imagine the thousands of dollars we've all invested that's like just thrown in the trash you know what i mean and saying it yeah. on the phone like I haven't been on an iPhone since the four, but even then I had quite a few apps and I had quite a few games and I had like a bunch of music on there. And I'm like, well, that's kind of the garbage unless I go back yeah. out and buy another iPhone, right. Or an Apple or some of their products. But yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at in the world now. Like you are literally tied into an account. It's not just the device, but everything that goes with it. And that's why it's very hard to switch over for a lot, a lot of people. Well, you know, I think with game, you make a great point, Noop, and especially when it comes to the to the phones. I mean, for myself personally, my entire family, everybody, I mean, friends, family, every, they're all on iPhone. I mean, is there a couple? There's a few that aren't, but the majority mm -hmm. are iPhone. So the whole thing where the sharing of pictures and music and this and that and everything that's going on, for me to leave, it, it, like, I, I would need something substantial to leave. Like, it would have to be something really, really substantial for me to, it just doesn't make sense. I, tied into the ecosystem now with games yes that that holds water as well if you literally had 600 games on xbox and you're like i'm never buying an xbox again but realistically i don't think that would ever happen even if you said you were going to predominantly mm. either way you're a big playstation going to xbox if you're a big xbox you're going to playstation doesn't matter you can get a console halfway through the generation for like pretty cheap you know they're, they're gonna be like 200 250 bucks when we get just beyond the halfway mark um you know, maybe it's the lower tier or the first edition, but who cares? Your games come with you now. So yeah. you're never really going to lose that ecosystem anymore. Like back in the day, that was a great conversation when we went into 2013. But now mm -hmm. we all know the way things are going to happen, right? The minute we get to like, let's, I'm making a number here up. Let's say we get to like 2025, right? You're going to be able to go pick up a day one Series X or a day one PS5 for probably 250 or so. I mean, I could be off. Who knows what's going to happen? But not not terribly much. And you can bring all the games, if you happen to leave the other mm -hmm. ecosystem for that time being, you can bring all your games back just by signing in. So yeah. it is what it is. I think that they've made that convenient enough. And that's no. a good thing that Sony and Microsoft did follow the, uh, the PC rule on that one. I appreciate that very oh, yeah. much. Me too. You know, Me too, definitely. Like Wilby said, he's got 600, 700, 6,000 games on, on Steam. <laughs> And he's going to pass those ah. out to his grandson. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, I've got so many games. I don't even look at the library anymore. I'll tell you, what Wilma doesn't realize is when I retire, I'm moving right next to him. He doesn't realize this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, honey, honey, that looks a lot like Mooks or his avatar, yeah. at least. Uh, I'm not sure. That could be him. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's a possibility. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just talk to you. I'll listen to you speaking to somebody on the phone. If you start yelling, then I know it's you. Yeah. Yeah. There's some guy up there yelling coffee and he's explaining it very loudly. I think I know who it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> See you at the local grocery store. <laughs> I'm here. you talking to somebody on the phone. And go, that's gotta be Mooch. You'll know it's me. I'll be at one of those little stations in the grocery store where they're, they're like, try this, try that. I'm like, of course I'll try it. I'm a mooch. I'll take two. Mooch is the guy that makes all the people at the drive throws turn down their headsets a few times. <laughs> <laughs> well, we heard that order at the back of the restaurant there. Can you? <laughs> Great. I'll take two. Dreadpool makes a good point. He goes, this ain't New York pizza. I'm coming down to North Carolina, Wilby. I'm bringing the pizza recipe with me, buddy, because, yeah, I, I got to, you know, listen, it's people got to know what's going on. 
it's just it's a travesty around the world. I went to California yeah. one time on travel, and they're like, "You want to get pizza?" I'm like, "I don't want whatever that is. That's a, that's not pizza. You know what I mean? It's like an Elio's. Let's move on from that. It's uh, it's just crazy. It's, I don't know if anybody in the chat even knows what Elio's is. I know Wilmy does. Not really. No. Oh, it's it's a, like a really bad frozen pizza you can buy. <laughs> I don't even uh, think they, yeah, they don't have those Yeah, well, I've never heard of one. <laughs> I don't eat frozen pizza. Oof. No, this is like in the 80s, 90s. I don't even think they make it anymore. Oh, now, okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, remember they were square? Yep, now I know. Yeah, I ate a few of those back in the 80s. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, when I could eat them. Yeah. The good old days, yes. Yeah, when we were young. <laughs> <laughs> and I had hair way down past Please. my shoulders. And I was in black leather pants. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Boy, things have changed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ladies, how old is Mooch? Uh, old enough. I'm not going <laughs> to. He's, he's old enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's legal drinking age. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody on the panel has passed legal drinking yeah. age by about, what, 25 years? I think so. <laughs> oh, but man, yeah. and like I said, I'm sorry Fort couldn't make it, but we are going to get everybody out of here because, uh, like I said earlier, I'm going to go and I'm going to play some games. Mm -hmm. So... And anybody in the chat, if you want to, if you see me online, want to hit me up when I'm on Call of Duty, jump in. I'm more than happy to play with you guys anytime. You just look up Wilmy Hood. I'm on everything anyway, except Stadium. So, but Mooch, we will start with you, sir. Tell That's everybody funny, yes. where they can find you. Well, I appreciate that, buddy. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Great to be here. Great panel. Great chat, like usual. Uh, you can find me at the Mooch78. On YouTube, it's also the Mooch Seventy Eight on Twitch, and uh, Mooch One Nine Seven Eight on uh, Twitter. So yeah, you guys know where to find me. I'm I'm fairly loud and everywhere, so I'm not hard to find. And uh, Wilmy, thanks again. And Noof, awesome to be here with you, buddy. We got to get you both on Crossfire real soon. Let me well, know. We'll do, and I'll let you know, uh, Mooch, when I get a Friday, because I know you fire that one up a little bit earlier. I can never use you make the intro, but uh, yeah, it's awesome, dude. Glad to be here with you as well. And Noof, tell everybody where they can find you. Always in the gutter, baby. You know, Noof Nukem. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, Mr. Boom Boom Kaboom leaving the room. Wilmy, thanks for the invite tonight. I got pretty excited when I was at work and I saw the message. A little bit late, but I was glad uh, to still come out and be here. Uh, like I said, I just managed to get home in time to, you know, to get the intro in here and all that stuff. So fantastic, man. Uh, obviously, Gaming After Dark, Tuesday nights with Titan Drago, a middle-aged game guy. And this weekend, and just in case you didn't know, I'm going to be firing up the PlayStation 4 with you on Community Game Night. That is 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain Time. And I think that's 1 o'clock in the UK, uh, right after Mr. Tushy and his crew. Uh, they're coming off a of Halo uh, Master Chief Collection, and I think they're playing Forza 7, if I am correct. So I'll be doing, I'm thinking of doing some PlayStation this weekend. I don't have a lot of multiplayer games on there, so I'm going to be firing up World uh, Call of Duty World War II, and hopefully we'll get a little crew out there. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, but outside of that, man, it's uh, business as usual. Thanks again for having me. Mooch, always an honor to be with you, man. It's been a long time, and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Appreciate it, Nuth. Thank you, buddy. And it was great for both of you guys to come on on such short notice. And in case you missed them, their info is in the description of this show. You can find the links to their channels. 
And appreciate that, I, Wilmy. Thank you. I am the good Southern asshole. I'm Wilmy Hood, and you find me every fuck. So let's all get out of here. We'll get these guys out. Let's go play some fucking games, people. That's what this shit's all about, right? Yes, sir. So everybody have a great night, and we will see you again next Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Gave you Beyond the Box. Have a great night.